0: Shameless Media.
1: Wondered if someone's having an affair, if their money is a little suspicious, or if the rumours about their family are true. We think everybody is carrying around a secret. And this show? Well, it's all about spilling them. to everybody has a secret my name is annabelle lee i'm your host and ultimate secret sharer producer eilish gilligan is sitting beside me hello eilish hi hi and opposite me today is my co-host elfie scott hi hi you elfie are new to the show and as is customary for first time fresh co-host. I have fresh written oh, down God, here. You're, Don't you're know terrifying call, me already. I'm calling you fresh. <laughs> <laughs> can you please elevate a pitch yourself for the listeners so they can get kind
2: oh. of an idea of who you are? <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. My name is Elfie Scott. I am a journalist. I'm a writer. I Author? Author. That is true. Published author uh-huh. now as of like two weeks ago. That's it. Presenter, host, everything. Could you tell us a bit about your book? Yeah, so my book is called The One Thing We've Never Spoken About, and it is basically a deep dive into the experience of people living with complex mental health conditions in Australia. I'm so curious to read it. I purchased
1: this on the weekend. I will be letting
2: you know what I think, and I'm sure it'll be all
1: good thoughts, all good (laughs) thoughts. Elfie, you texted me beforehand saying, I think this recording is going to be out of control yet fun, and I think that's exactly what it's (laughs) going to be. I have no idea what the secret is, but I feel like it's going to be a mixture of completely out of control and fun, as you said, as always we're going to kick things off, though, with a game. Mm -hmm. This is a new game. It's called 50-50. Here is how it works. In this envelope, you have put in a one-line description of a true story of yours. Our producers have also put in a completely made-up story title, too, which none of us in this pod studio have seen. Then you will pick one at random. Hence the name 50-50. So you've got a 50% chance of getting your own story and telling us the truth, and a 50% chance, you'll have to riff on the spot and convince us of a lie.
2: (laughs) I am bad at improvisation. (laughs) This is going to be embarrassing. I'm also bad,
1: which is why I love making other people play this game because I'm like, go,
2: do your thing. Okay, are you ready to choose your story title? No. (laughs) Obviously not. Okay, wait. This says, I've had not one, but two butthole
0: surgeries. (laughs) Oh my god.
1: I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Explain to me the story from the start.
2: Okay the story from the start is complicated. It was a roller coaster Mm -hmm. but essentially what happened was that I developed a lump near my butthole Mm -hmm. and I had to go to many, many different doctors to try and figure out what it was. At one point, it exploded. So I had a... Hole which had blood coming out of it. No. Always bad. Never a good sign, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Also, because you can't see back there. So it's like you're not really sure what's completely <laughs> happening. Did I think it was my period at first? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, so I had to go to several different surgeons, all of whom were male and all of whom mm. put their finger up my butt. Oh, <gasps> my lord. With permission, I hope. Yes. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't recreational. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what are buttholes? doctors called? Um, they are called colorectal surgeons. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow. I, I can't confirm you or nor deny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to trip you up. I know, but correctly, also if imagine. imagine if I got it wrong. No <laughs> so that was the first butthole problem. So that was the origin of the butthole problem. Okay. The butthole problem spiraled to the point where I had to get a surgery and the surgery first included an exploratory surgery into the butthole. Just for fun. Just for fun. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one wasn't on the books. <laughs> and the second butthole surgery included an operation to try and actually resolve the issue. Okay.
1: So was it not an external problem? What were they exploring? It was a little bit of both. Oh, It was a okay. little bit of both. Okay. And then was there a second surgery?
2: So the second surgery was like, I actually got like a slice of my butt Cut out. Oh. And then it was like a four month healing process for the bum. Oh butthole. my God. Okay. Yeah.
1: So the bit that was cut out was like the bit that was bleeding.
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, this is when I'm supposed to like ask you questions. <laughs> <I> <laughs> poke holes in the story. And I'm notoriously horrible. You want to poke holes in this? <laughs> I'm so bad at this. <laughs> okay. I got it. I got it. it. Took me a while, but I got it. <laughs> okay so how old were you at the time <laughs> um 19 mm-hmm. and the healing process i assume would have been a long one a lengthy one
2: yeah yeah i think it was like four to five months who was there to help you through it nobody so okay. oh. at the beginning like what i had to do was take salt baths yeah every morning mm-hmm. before work so i had to pour like kitchen salt into like a shallow bath and like sit in that every morning for like half an hour and my housemate eventually got really upset because she was like you can't keep using the kitchen salt for your butthole (laughs) you had a bleeding butt i think that's totally fine yeah that's what i thought anyway she made me buy some more um and yeah that was that was the process and then eventually just like healed oh i'm doing
1: that thing again where i'm just believing you (laughs) I feel. What do we think, Eilish? What do you think? So, I really
3: feel at first when you read the thing, you kind of seemed surprised and you were laughing. I agree. And I was like, okay, I feel like maybe this is made up. Mm. But you've given so much. You knew the name of the doctor. Like, I don't know the name what of the doctor. What was the name again? <laughs>
2: I'm um, going to Google it. Colorectal surgeon. Rectal surgeon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, (laughs) Elfie might just have better
1: medical knowledge than me, but that... Yeah, they exist. Google says they exist. So I agree with you, Eilish. When you first read out the story title, you looked as if you were like, damn it, this isn't
2: mine. Now I'm going to have to riff. But if that's true, you riffed incredibly well. Am I a really good riffer? That's the question. I, I did go to an all girls private school, by the way. So if you're looking for somebody <laughs> who's good at lying, that's a me.
1: <laughs> mm, and now I think you're talking as if we've gotten it right and you're trying to convince us that we're wrong. I'm going to say this is your story. Eilish, would you like to take a guess? I agree. I think it's your story.
2: It is my story. Yay! (laughs) Not yay for the butt though. how's it going these days? He's okay. He's He's okay. (laughs) Well, does he have a name or Do you want to name him now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What should (laughs) should
2: (laughs) we name him?
1: (laughs) No. Maybe um Sir Secret. Same <laughs> oh, after the show, why
2: not? I hate this, by the way. <laughs> my boyfriend will be like, why?
1: <laughs> you could have picked any story, but you decided to pick this one, and I really respect that. Well,
2: it's because, actually, I don't want to talk about, like, sex. I think that that's my biggest thing, mm. that I hate talking about sex. So I was like, I'll talk about the butthole. Talk about <laughs> anything
1: else. If i got to talk about butt, I'll talk about butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Selfie, it is now time to hear today's secret, which we always do in every episode. Obviously, it's called Everybody Has a Secret. (laughs) Today, producer Eilish will be reading it out for us. Thank you, Eilish. Not a problem.
3: Okay. Today's secret comes from Sophie. My parents have been married for 36 years and I have a secret that's eating me up inside. I was staying at my parents' place a few months ago and when I got up for a glass of water in the middle of the night, I saw that my mum was in tears and my dad was storming out of the house. My mum told me it's over. I asked her, what? What's over? Us. Why? Affair. Who? Your dad with Ella.
1: Ooh. Ella's my best friend's name, so this oh. is true. <laughs> yeah. Ella what a dare of you.
2: <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Sorry, Ella. <laughs> Well, Ella
3: Ella is actually an ex-neighbour of my parents and is close enough to me in age that she could be my sister.
2: Oh my lord, I know a story like this. Oh no.
3: The story came out that my dad had been having an affair for nearly a year and mum had known for several months. Months of him deciding he wants to be with my mum, then the next day telling my mum he's leaving her for this younger woman. When my dad returned home the next morning... I told him in very explicit language that I didn't want to be anywhere near him. I was disgusted by him. He went to stay at a motel for the rest of the week and I stayed with my mum, consoling her and helping her make plans to leave him. At the time, she hadn't told anyone and she asked me not to tell anyone. I told my brother with her reluctant permission and he came to visit to be there to support. Here's the secret that's eating me up though. Against her wishes, I told my uncle, my mum's brother, about the affair.
2: What? What?
3: That seems random.
2: <laughs> yeah, Don't people, the uncle. <laughs> Just got him on speed dial. See yeah. the affair <laughs>
0: happens.
3: <laughs> my logic was that my mum was going to need family support, and as much as we love her, my brother and I can't be the only people responsible for that. We have lives of our own. I told my uncle to swear not to tell her he knows, but just to lend support when she does tell him. The thing is, my dad returned and my mum decided to stay with him. They're back playing happy families, much to the disappointment of my brother and I. We really wish she had left my dad. My dad plays golf with my uncle every Friday and they spend time together socially quite often. My mum would be mortified if she knew that I told him everything and I live in fear that after a few drinks, one day he'll ask her about it. Am I a bad person for betraying my mum's trust and telling my uncle? At the time, I was sure she was going to leave my dad and I thought that keeping it a secret meant that she had no one to back her up and take her side. Before I found out, only she and my dad knew. Also, should I tell her that my uncle knows? so that he can stop with this whole facade, pretending that everything is completely
1: fine. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. oh!
2: Oh okay. dear! What a mess, all right.
1: My first thought, as I vocalized on this mic,
2: why the uncle?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, of all the people, so are the okay. uncle and Sophie particularly close?
3: They may be, we don't really have that detail, but it seems that they probably are.
1: I just feel like it's always a slippery slope when you tell someone a secret, and you know you're not supposed to and you just say, don't tell
2: anyone. That's just going to, it's inevitably going to turn to shit. Oh, I get it though, because I'm a secret divulger. And I think (laughs) that like, I kind of understand her justification though, right? Because like, if your dad has an affair with somebody who is around your age, you assume the marriage is over, right? Like that's it. There's Mm. a divorce impending. And so I kind of understand her position where she says like, she wanted to give her mum more emotional support. Mm. Like, I think that's kind of reasonable. I don't know, mate. Maybe. Yeah, and I guess she knows her mum better than
1: anyone. She probably thought she was accurately predicting that they would break up. But the fact is, like, marriage is tricky. Not that I've ever been married, but <laughs> marriage, I hear, can Your be very previous marriage yeah.
0: very tricky. Man, I've lived a life, <laughs> Elfie. I have lived a life. Elfie, we
1: are going to break this down a little bit further because there's a lot to break down, but we will do that right after the break. I said break so many times. Right. <laughs> right.
2: Right. <up>. <laughs>
1: Okay guys, we are back from break. Let's get into it. I want to start off the conversation by talking about like the shame element of this kind of thing. Like if your partner cheated on you, do you reckon you're more inclined to want to tell people about it or to keep it a secret?
2: I tell everybody everything, like, (laughs) and I know that kind of defies the entire concept of this podcast, but I don't actually have secrets. No, it's why we need you here on the pod. (laughs) So I I just think I would tell everybody, especially because, like, even if you end up getting back together with them, I do think that it's fair to give the people in your life a little bit of context Mm -hmm. as for your relationship. What if something else happens further down the track? Like, you wouldn't be able to explain that to them one or two years in the future, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Do you think there's, like, such thing as too much context, though? Because I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum to you in that, like, I feel like I do keep secrets because I feel like if I was in this position, I wouldn't want to tell people too much just in case we got back together and then that would taint their perception and all of their interactions with my husband,
2: Mm. you know? Which, again, brings up my... Other question from earlier: Why did she get back together with him? That is yeah. like a really baffling part of this entire story.
1: Yeah, I don't know though. This kind of stuff doesn't surprise me anymore. Maybe it's because we've done like two seasons of the show already. Yes, yeah, sure. and shit like this happens all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. maybe it's hard for me as a person who's never been in a marriage and had kids to fully be the moral arbiter for stuff like this. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. you know, if I was in this position, actually, if staying with my husband would actually be the right choice, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, Yeah. totally. Especially, like, if you consider when somebody's, like, a bit later on in life and, like, maybe they don't want to be single for the next couple of decades. Yes. That's fair enough. It's like the concept of starting over, right? Like, would you rather start over completely and try
1: and find someone who doesn't (laughs) cheat on you? Like, that's obviously (laughs) what we'd all hope for. Like, as me now, I would want to tell Sophie's mum break up with him, you know? Dump his ass and find (laughs) true happiness with someone who won't cheat on you. But the fact of the matter is, I don't really know what it would be like to be Sophie's mum. And maybe the dad really regretted it and was like, I'm so sorry, this will never happen again. It was a slip in judgment, all of that kind of stuff. I know it seems like I'm being soft on the cheating dad, but I'm actually trying to give Sophie's mum some credit here in her decision-making. Like she decided to stay after I'm sure a lot of consideration.
2: I kind of just want to put him in the bin. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, especially like having having an affair is one thing. Having an affair with somebody who lives next door to you, firstly, lazy, so... <laughs> grow up, get a real <laughs> job. Go and to do a do motel or something. Better. <laughs> <laughs> and then secondly, having an affair with somebody who is that much younger than the mom, presumably. Mm. I don't know. I just feel like all of that amounts to something more than cheating. It amounts to like an indication that their personality is bad. is incredibly flawed. Yes. I, I agree
1: with you. It is something more than cheating because she is this other woman is his daughter's age. That's kind of like Yeah, what does that
2: say about you, man?
1: I would love to get a psychologist to work through whatever he's thinking because I think it's fucked thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) So
3: what do you think about the mum and her expectation that her kids are going to be like a really strong support network for her? Like, do you think that's placing
1: too much expectations on her children? A hundred percent. I'm in two minds about this. On one hand, you know, family is there to support each other. And I think that's just like the default that we all assume and rightly so. Like I love my family and friends for that. But sometimes I imagine it can get to a point where your support isn't fixing the problem and you're like, oh, maybe there are other people that you can be leaning on. Even like mental health professionals, maybe see a psychologist. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah, totally. It, It can
1: get to a point where that kind of mental burden, especially with something like this can take a toll on the kids.
2: Yes, totally. Especially when it's like a parent-child relationship. Like I think other familial relationships, maybe it's different, but like especially to put that sort of burden on a child, the sort of burden that you would sort of traditionally expect would be given to a friend Mm. or somebody like that, somebody who is of the same age, somebody who had the same life experience. But to hand that over to your daughter and your son, Mm. like exclusively, I think that that's a bit out of line.
1: Well, my devil's advocate point though, was that I feel like the mother is maybe thinking well my kids are at this age now where we can just be peers <laughs> like yeah. we're, we're adults we can be friends and I do know that like that is definitely a boundary that a lot of parents and children cross like over time when everyone becomes mm. adults so I do get that especially if that's also an expectation from the children in these dynamics like to have a parent share a personal burden like this because the kid would also share this kind of stuff back Like, you know, there's no hierarchy. But I do overarchingly agree with you, Elfie. And I think that, like, in this set of circumstances, especially, the burden is arguably too weighty.
0: Yeah, Especially
1: if I guess the kids are saying, dump him, is the implication I'm getting. And then she doesn't really follow that advice. So it's like, well, now what are the kids supposed to do with this?
2: About my dad as well like, like they if know that's my dad's true father. father yeah yeah i don't know that's all just like a little bit too messy i would take the more like british approach and like <laughs> never talk about anything kind of like <laughs> i think that that's a much better idea oh well, that's
1: the case i think i'm a true Brit because maybe my family
2: don't talk about much babe you're asian <laughs> yeah
1: that is, that's exactly what it is <laughs> let's talk about the uncle because the uncle in this story is obsessed like- with the uncle <laughs>
2: Okay, no, I get I the have story questions. The is the
1: one that baffles me the most because it's like I get the point he's serving to alleviate some of the pressure from the kids, but it's like what if he says something? Do we really want the uncle to be spilling the beans? Surely it should be the kid saying to the mum, hey, sorry, I told the uncle about this. Yeah. Let that sit. <laughs> totally. the uncle might say something. Like I'm sure that it's something that could slip out over a few drinks or something. Could I just bring up that this is Sophie's uncle but we have to remember that it's
3: actually the mother's brother
2: this is my biggest mm-hmm. question about yeah. the entire thing right like if the premise is that the uncle isn't telling the secret like this guy cheated on his sister and he still continues to play golf with him every week yeah like why is he not more upset about this mm. yeah maybe adults <laughs> this is me <laughs> speaking as if I'm not an adult <laughs> Like, weird
1: <laughs> like are, I don't understand maybe because of all of the other layers to it like they have kids have been married for ages maybe the uncle's just like oh it's easy to figure I don't know I'm trying to humanize this whole story but I don't think it can be humanized <laughs>
2: I think it's yeah it is
1: really messed up
2: it's really messed up I don't know if I was the uncle and I found that out Like, I don't think I'd be quiet about it necessarily. Like, within that sort of family group, like, I would be chastising the husband for doing this. I
1: I think if I'm not chastising the husband, I would be telling my sister, Sophie's mother, that I know. Wait, wait
2: telling you, his- <laughs> yes 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 yes, it's yes, a messy
1: yes. messy family yeah, dream yes. i would be like hey sis your daughter your son told me this yes let's talk about it let's chat it through because you're still with him and i don't think that's the right call unless over time this uncle and the cheating husband have become super close and maybe like more so than a, than a, sister? a sister that goes against why the kids would have told the uncle in the first place i feel like they would be like oh because well, you're super close with mom maybe you can help us figure this out together
3: perhaps the uncle is trying to play the role of someone who doesn't know at all anything about this cheating situation and just pretending like everything's normal and doing the golf and all of that stuff
2: yeah because maybe he thinks that like it'll help the family reconnect or like rebuild normality Mm -hmm. potentially i Mm -hmm. don't know But uncle, to you uncle. (laughs) Hey, uncle. uncle. (laughs) I don't know
1: if rebuilding... I know I've said a lot of stuff on this mic today. I've been like, maybe you should just try and rebuild normalcy because maybe that's what adults do and I'm not an adult. But I genuinely do think that this is like one of those fuck-ups that is hard to come back from. I feel like it'd be like really hard to redeem normalcy after a husband has slept with a woman who is the same age as his daughter who... I'm assuming the whole family knows because she's their neighbour. Yeah. I don't know how you can come back from that. And I also am very, very much of the opinion that divorce is healthy. (laughs) If you are not happy in a marriage, just simply divorce. Also, a lot of men are dogs. And we just have to
2: openly acknowledge that. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So let's talk about what Sophie addresses at the end of her letter. She asks, Mm. am I a bad person for betraying my mum's trust and telling my uncle? Well, I don't think she's a bad person. No. No. What is the message that we want to give Sophie?
2: I think that a bad person, like the definition of a bad person is probably, and I don't think there is a singular definition of this. I think it's something that you have to analyze in yourself. But I do think that a bad person in general could be thought of as a person who does things with malicious intent. Yeah. And I don't think that Sophie was acting maliciously. I think that she was trying to help her mom in a really difficult situation. Yeah. As for what she says to her, I think the communication line is already open. Like if your mom told you about the affair, you are more than entitled to tell her a secret of your own. Yeah, you know, like keep the communication open, tell her. And I think that maybe you will get rid of this burden.
1: And also, the fact that this kind of thing has happened before, right? Like, Sophie wanted to tell her brother, and the mum reluctantly said yes. Mm. So I feel like she could be like, I slipped up again, mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to tell, <laughs> I'm going to say, refer to adult again. I'm going to tell an adult because us kids. <laughs> Like, she's dobbing on her (laughs) mum. But I think that... I I can't imagine her mum would react in a really, like, outraged way. Surely not. No. Your kids have done nothing wrong here. They just kind of want to talk it out with someone who, who isn't, like... (laughs) <laughs> a child these <laughs> people aren't children i don't know
2: what i'm saying <laughs> and, like, if your dad cheated on your mom you would be feeling lost right yeah. you equally mm. need emotional support and i think telling your uncle that is probably like an attempt at that as well exactly eilish any last words
3: <laughs> <laughs> to me it kind of feels like the mother has this massive burden and for whatever reason she has some kind of inherent expectation of herself that these things are kept private and she's relieved that burden from herself by telling her child yeah. the truth of what's happened but by relieving that burden she's just transferred it over to the child yeah so it's this heavy thing that she has to carry around and try and negotiate and as somebody who is a lot younger than the person that this actually happened to poor Sophie probably just didn't know what to do with this information like it's so heavy and so burdensome I don't think that she should feel like a bad person at all for telling the uncle
1: very very well put eilish and i also <laughs> think that it should be like if this mother is an understanding person which i'm sure she is mm. she should be able to understand that she's put this burden onto her kids because she needed someone to talk to mm-hmm. she should expect her kids to find someone else to talk to as well oh, exactly yes. so also,
2: it's not like she posted it on facebook she yeah spoke to her uncle Let's yeah. normally exactly
1: she did write into a podcast about it and now we are talking yeah, yeah. about their whole story <laughs> is but that see- your
2: real name <laughs> <laughs> we get it we get it gal. Yeah.
1: that is it for today's episode of everybody has a secret Elfie thank you so much for chatting with us thank you for having me everybody has a secret is produced by Eilish Gilligan that's you Eilish Hi. <laughs> executive produced by Michelle Andrews and Zara McDonald and audio produced by me your host Annabelle Lee to those at home listening thank you so much for supporting the show if you have a secret you're itching to spill feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com everything we read will of course be kept completely anonymous as for socials you can find us on instagram at everybody has a secret pod and on tiktok at everybody has a secret see you next friday